What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Always To There Are, a Star Wars discussion podcast. I am Josiah, here with my co-host, Steven. Hey, guys. Steven, we are jumping back in today. After our uh, brief intermission. Brief intermission. Um, actually, that intermission could be as long as you took to get from part one to part two, because... Uh, For us, I think, it was like 30 yeah, seconds. It was 30 <laughs> seconds. We pressed pause and pressed record again. Um, anyway... We are this episode. We are jumping right back into our Obi Wan Kenobi conversation. With the wild with speculations. Wild speculations. Um, this is my, my, my. Other than Cal Kestis, this is my biggest like hope for a this, character. This is our up. lunchtime with Darth Vader speculation. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you'll get that reference later. Uh, anyway, yeah, let's hop right back into it. Who else isn't important to Obi-Wan's storyline that is alive uh, that could pop up in this show? That's okay. That's interesting. Uh, there's Ahsoka. There's Hondo. There are, there's Quinlan Voss because uh, he does survive Order 66 mm-hmm. or at least in the old canon. He yeah, does, yeah, yeah. So. I don't see it'd be weird for them to just be like. Yeah, okay, so this is this. Is, I'll bring back this. The, um, the I put a pin in it earlier. Kit Fisto. This is one of my wild speculations, but Kit Fisto. Kit Fisto, is is not confirmed to be dead in Order sixty six. And even we talked about. Oh, this was in the unreleased episode, I believe, when we talked about. Um, there's a frame in Revenge of the Sith where. His body should be lying in the doorway to Palpatine's office, but it's not. So there's a fan theory that he didn't get killed, yeah. and he crawled away. So Kit Fisto probably Maybe won't happen, life. definitely won't happen. Maybe he pops up. I would love to see it. Another wild speculation. I would love also, to see so it. do you think they just get the guy from Clone Wars? I think he's I someone who not. you could cast. Like, you could change up, you could recast. Maybe. Um, he, he didn't... Yeah, I would say because he's not such a big character that people would like recognize the voice actor from Clone Wars. However, Filoni has been really good at keeping that kind of stuff consistent. Yeah. So they might, because it's so heavily, that would be a character with such heavy prosthetics. Yeah, yeah. I can see them using the voice actor the same way they did with Cad Bane. Yeah. Um, another wild speculation that's definitely not going to happen. Akbar, Mace Windu, confirmed dead. What? No, stop. Confirmed dead. When? Where? And how? And why? Uh, at some point in the past, Lucas confirmed that because people were like, "What would kill him? Like, did he? Because Jedi can survive falling. We know that because Anakin regularly, apparently, jumps out of speeders on Coruscant." And Lucas confirmed and said, "No, he wouldn't be able to survive because the lightning killed him out the window." I don't believe it. That's not canon. Sorry, <laughs> that's not canon. I know the the fan the fan theories of Mace falling to the dark side and a dark side Mace is very popular. I just I love the idea of Samuel L. Jackson coming back to play an older Mace Windu. But there's Yoda. Yeah. Yoda and, is canonically exiled. Right, but Obi-Wan but Obi-Wan knows where he is. And you you said that he does go off world. So he might. And we do. Revenge of the Sith. 
we talked about this before. Revenge of the Sith. Yoda says, "I have something to teach you." Oh yeah, the biggest one. Oh, no. that we have oh, not even mentioned oh, yet. Ahsoka and Obi Wan fight an Inquisitor off world. Ahsoka takes the lightsabers. What do? Obi Wan's like, "Hey, Ahsoka, let's go visit o- Yoda, and he'll tell you how to purify him." Okay, so the biggest, the biggest one that I can't believe we didn't even think about to this point. Um, this falls into the more likely of the cameos. Oh. Qui-Gon Jinn. Oh, and he, Qui-Gon Jinn, has voiced that character in every appearance. Liam Neeson. Yes. Um, Did I say Qui-Gon Jinn voiced yes. that character? <laughs> but, so, Qui-Gon Jinn, specifically... Like, because of his connection to Obi-Wan, um, because of he's such a beloved character that we've seen so little on screen. That's true. Um, and Dave Filoni is, is all for fan service. He is. Um, and we've got uh, Liam Neeson, and I think, really enjoys the character. He's always voiced the character. Yeah. I think Liam Neeson would be absolutely happy to come back in to be a Force ghost. You're right. I th- because because it's canon that Qui-Gon is the one who discovered how to become a Force ghost and how to, like, communicate with the living. Sure. Rediscovered, though. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> but you're New right. canon. Um, Yoda tells Obi-Wan in the end of Revenge of the Sith, um, there's something that I, like, I need to teach you. I have some training for you. Uh, you know, Qui-Gon Jinn. This is one repair they could do. For Rise of Skywalker in a very minuscule way is it's the assumption right now because we hear Ahsoka's voice talking to Rey when she stands back up but that would require that she be a force ghost she could only do that if she interacts with Qui-Gon Jinn so that could be an appearance at the end of the series where Obi-Wan is like hey Ahsoka this is my master Qui-Gon he can show you how to become a force ghost. I would, because I I think it's very likely that Qui Gon Jinn Qui Gon Jinn Qui Gon Jinn shows up in some capacity. I would love for them to just, because I think we need to see, we need to see Obi Wan going through that training. I think that'll be a big part of it, of the show. Um, Agreed. But I want to see like a conversation because I would, I would love to see the conversation between the two after all this time and see see them talk through yeah. like Anakin's rise and fall and just the thought that they yeah cuz that keep could, in touch that could be used to help inform hey Obi-Wan when Luke is old enough you you failed as an as a mentor with Anakin or at least from my perspective, because yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, know, Qui-Gon was always like, you have to embrace your emotions. Mm-hmm. You can't shut them out. That's unhealthy. And so I think Qui-Gon could that that could easily be the conversation they have is like, okay, now with Luke, this is how. So what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> this is what a uh, oh, good old work references. Yeah. This is what. Qui-Gon. Steve and our work buddies, by the way. We met at work. This is what not uh, important. This is what Qui-Gon can do with with uh Obi-Wan and Luke and say, like, okay, you have a second chance. 
the way to properly train this kid is to not emotionally stunt them. So because you brought it up, I will bring I will say um, there's a conversation in the trailer. So it's likely hodgepodge of different lines of dialogue across the Probably. show. Um, but we do see on screen Owen talking to Obi-Wan. And then we hear the dialogue. Owen says, like, we want I can't remember the exact line, but it's like, we want you to stay away from us. We don't want you involved. And Obi-Wan is insisting when he is old enough, he must be trained. Like Obi-Wan is in, it's not just like I'm sticking around. It, Obi-Wan is insisting I am going to train this boy as soon as he is old enough. Uh, because otherwise there's no way to defeat Vader. Yeah. yeah. That's when you're just like, Owen, your brother-in-law or your stepbrother is a mass murderer. And the only way to stop him is to train your nephew. So it's happening. And so, yeah, I would love to see Qui-Gon like helping Obi-Wan like through that whole thing. Helping him like process the whole Anakin. I would I I really that think we're gonna see Qui Gon. I really I think would we're love gonna see to Qui-Gon. see Owen and Baru's reaction to the news that their their stepbrother has become Darth Vader. Yeah. And that would be a great opening scene to episode one. Is just like Obi-Wan showing up at their door with an infant Luke and being like, here's your nephew. Anakin betrayed the Republic and he betrayed the Jedi. He is on a murder spree right now. We're in hiding because if he learns about us, he'll kill us both. Um, do you think we'll get to, we'll kind of see that scene reshot and we'll see we'll get to see Ewan McGregor in the old uh the old hairstyle and makeup and everything with the burnt robes with the, that would be that'd be great that'd be amazing and then it could cut to 10 years later that'd be great that'd that be would really be a fantastic great. opening scene to episode one i think we may just we may just see him like right away i don't think they'd even have to say 10 years later we just cut to a an older gray in his beard and hair rugged yeah. sun tanned obi-wan and it's like oh time has passed yeah, definitely. And that that may be so. There's a shot in the trailer uh, where Obi Wan is watching Luke through uh, Star Wars binoculars. I forgot what they're called. Binoculars. I don't know. There's binoculars. a name for them. Binox. No. No, those are Minox. Anyway, uh, and so that may that would be a great. And this is more of our our films, the film nerd side of us. That'd be a great opening to episode one, as we see that that scene play out, and then we cut to Obi Wan seeing Luke at age eleven through these binoculars, and then we cut to see Obi Wan, and that's the first glimpse we see of him for the for his new look with the 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 more ragged look, the cloak, and et cetera. So that that would be great cinematically. That would be a great way to 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 play it. Definitely. Uh... All right, so we've covered a lot. We've covered a lot, way more than I was expecting to yeah, this episode. Yeah, this was supposed to be just a, a standalone episode. A significant it's now a part one and two. Oh yeah, it's going to be split for sure. A uh, significant amount of it was I just fantastic. I have a feeling most, if not all, of our episodes are going to end up being a part one, part two at least. Uh, at least. Um. Anyway, you have any final thoughts for the Obi Wan Kenobi? Because this will, like I said, uh, as of recording, we're a few weeks out, but this will be our our last release before the before the premiere so final my, okay, thoughts my 
not really a final thought, but my biggest hope for Kenobi is that they maintain good and somewhat quick pacing. Because I think the number one most detrimental thing to Boba Fett was the pacing. I think solely because we have two worlds, I, I don't think it's going to be a problem. I think... I think Boba Fett's biggest problem was scale, and I don't, based on just the cinematography of the shots I've seen, I'm going to let you, like, we are going to see at least three different planets in this show. So I don't think, I don't think Obi-Wan's going to suffer the same um, pitfalls as Boba Fett, solely because, one, Ewan McGregor is a much more capable actor of carrying a show on his back. Uh, number two, the scale is much bigger. Um, there's a lot more memorable characters in this one. Boba Fett was a Boba Fett was a current Disney Star Wars show. This is a this is bringing characters like the Grand Inquisitor is here, Darth That's Vader true. is here, Obi Wan is here. There's some new characters. Like I don't think it's it's not going to have the same pacing problems. Um, I, I really I really do believe it's it's going to be as good if not better than the Mandalorian. Without, I have no doubt. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe Mando season two. Mando season one, maybe not. Anyway, um, but any final wild predictions? It's just so we can say we were right at the end of it. Uh, I think when Anakin and Obi Wan finally meet in the show. They're probably going to go grab lunch at that get shawarma. <laughs> no, they're going to go get those little toad things that uh, Jar Jar tried to steal on Tatooine. Oh god! They're going to go sit down where they first encountered Saboba. Hey, hey! And they're going hey. to catch up and reminisce. You heard it here first, folks. And Quinlan Voss is going to come out and be like, "He's hey, their waiter." What's up, my guys? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the weight of that makes me think of the robot chicken. The robot chicken yeah. where, where your real poof is serving soup to Palpatine and Darth Vader. All right, all right. Uh, yeah, I think that's that reminds me of your real poof. So that's it. Yeah, I that's, think that's, that's it all, for that's all we got for Obi Wan. All right. So what about Coder this week? You've been about, wanting to talk about it. I have all been day. all day long i even had to tell you to save it for the podcast so so as of recording um i stayed up till 2 a.m last night playing kotor i don't blame you i've stayed up all i've stayed up till not going to bed yeah i got i got i got real into it uh, last night anyway this week in kotor last episode i think we had Last you were t- still on Manon. You so had- the last time we talked, I was still on the Manon. Yeah, you hadn't even handed in the, the data pad yet. Exactly. Last couple episodes, we didn't have an update because I hadn't played in a while. Well, I've played a significant amount since those conversations. and What's a significant amount? Um, You'll see. What planet are you on? You'll see. So, actually, I'm currently on Dantooine. <laughs> that... Which gives you oh, no that's information right. You're trying whatsoever. to find out about the stowaway. Exactly. Trying to find out about the stowaway. Um, we'll get into that in a little bit. So, on and on. Went and got the data pad. Um, went back to the Sith base after being arrested and killed. Was no issue. Went and 
absolutely murked the Dark Jedi Master. Uh, took his double-bladed lightsaber. Are you using it? Uh, I think so. I currently... So we'll get into like how I got here, but I currently have two builds that I'm running with my character. One is with the... I have two sets of armor and two lightsabers, basically. One that met because I'm, I'm really into like cosmetics, and so I have an arm. I have a lightsaber that goes with this one suit of armor, and another yeah, lightsaber that yeah. goes with the other suit of armor. You know, I don't think I've ever run. I don't think I've ever done a playthrough where I've got two builds. I always do a single build. Oh, I I normally just like go with whatever's best, but I just bought a new armor, and we'll get into this specifically in a couple minutes. I bought a new armor that is just. One point worse than the other suit of armor, but it looks one point in what? Uh, I'll get into I don't want to say specifics because it kind of spoils the lead up to it. Um, but it's one point spe- uh, uh, worse, but looks ten times cooler. So I'm gonna kind of switch between them. Like when I need the really good stats, I'll switch to the other one. But if I'm just running around and I want to look great. I'll use the the one. Anyway, I'll get into specifics. Yeah, that's way too much like item changing for me to ever have to deal with. Well, it takes one second in combat to pause, switch. It switches the melee weapon and armor, and that's it. And this is only for my character. The other characters stay the same. Oh, is there like a like a swap builds button? No, I just go into the oh, items and switch armor and then switch melee. Because Coder 2, there's a, you can have two different weapon loadouts. That's awesome. I can't wait to play Code War 2. It's not on the... Not yet. It's not on the Switch. I hope it's... I, I think they'd be very remiss not to put it on the Switch. If they put Code War... For Star 1. Wars Celebration? Possibly. That's when we normally get these big announcements. But... It, anyway. So, Manon. I get to the end of it. Um, I found the star. I, like, stumbled on the star map. Um, and... Like the first, the first star map on Dantooine, like I feel like there's like a lot required to get to it. And then the one on Manon, you just walk up to, hit a button, and it says, "Okay, here you go." And I was like, I spent like two or three minutes, like, wait a second, did I, did I get it? Is that is that it? And I like went through the inventory, and like you have the star map from Manon. I'm like, okay, I guess that's it. So I'm on my way out of the undersea, whatever. Um, what did you do? How, okay, so when when you did the star map, did you poison? So, or did you not? Did I, you save the shark? I wish I had known. For one, that that was a big dark side move to kill the shark. Oh, <laughs> and for two, that that would ban you from the planet. I am no longer allowed to step foot on Manan oh, because I no. killed the shark. I, I hard locked all side quests oh, on there Manan. Are some big ones. I can't I can't do the bounty hunting one because I already looked it up. The Gino Haradin? Yep. The, the assassin I, ones. Because oh, we'll yeah. get to it. I So on Mas, on Manan, we finish uh I had nothing left to do, so I didn't think about it at the time. So I just left. I didn't try to get back in. It wasn't until later when I got the data pad. And it's like, this person wants to talk to you on Manon. And I was like, oh, I'll just go back to Manon. And then I went up and I'm like, it won't let me in. So. Ouch. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you see the, the side quest, the, one of the companion side quests? 
on Manon. Uh huh. Well, not now. And it, you go, you get to go back into the courtroom, and uh, do some more lawyering. Is that the wait? Like add to your party companions? No. Okay, so there's another companion that you'll get, and he's got a friend on Manon who's in legal trouble. Is that the one on the middle left? Companion? Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's only one that I don't have. Uh, what planet have you been to Tatooine? So after Manon, I went straight to Kashyyyk because you had mentioned it before. Uh-huh. I went straight to Kashyyyk. I ran with Zalbar and Juhani. Okay. Until I met Jolie. And now... Jolie is the best. He's Jolie, the my Jolie and... Uh, Jolian Juhani are, is that's my that's my running build, because I have the guardian and the counselor, and then I'm just like the full on soldier. I'm actually I'm one level away from being evenly guardian and soldier. What do soldier. you think of Jolie? I like him because he's he's generally a fan favorite because he's he's very kooky. He's very just like straight faced. He will call you out. And he he does not play games until he plays games. So and he's hilarious. So in so on uh, on Kashyyyk, he asks you like, "I want you to get rid of these people." I didn't pay attention to the dialogue enough to realize he said, "Not violently." <laughs> so I went up to these guys and they were like, "Hey, we want to pay you to do some work." And I was like, "That sounds boring." So I killed them all, and I went back. Oh, to... Oh, the circuit guys mm-hmm. that setting up the sound yeah, sonic yeah, yeah. things. Yep. And then I went back to Jolie and I was like, hey, I did the thing. And he was like, why did you kill them? And I was like, oh, I wasn't supposed to kill them. Whoopsie daisy. <laughs> uh, so that was fun. Got a lot of dark side points from that. I was running a, I would say, 60% dark side at this point, And I was scared that I would never get back. Um, oh, there's plenty of opportunities. Until, until I didn't get as many light side points from the star map as I could have. Because I thought I had to do, because it was saying like, oh no, your decision is too weak. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. Anyway, uh, where are we at? Where are we at? Kashik. Did you get the star map on Kashik? I did. Yes. Okay. I, so I at this point I have finished Kashik. Okay. I have I one hundred percent of that planet. Interestingly, if you are on Kashik and you already know who you are and you've already had your background revealed to you, then you can just straight up tell the machine, I'm Revan. And it'll just be like, yes, you are. So just a quick reminder, I know you're playing as Revan. I have no concept of how that is revealed. So do not spoil that. But if you've already gotten to that point where the game tells you, you can tell. I'm assuming that's on Korriban. It's not on any planet. Then how could you, oh is it just for a certain amount of time? Yeah. Okay. It's like a, so Kashyyyk has to be one of your last planets. Kashyyyk has to be the last planet. Cool. But you can just tell it, I, and then you can skip its whole uh, like little quiz. So I did the quiz thing, and so what I thought. So for context, the quiz is like asking you what you do in certain situations, right? And if you choose the what I would say is the correct answer. Mm-hmm. Um, it says that's that's like the light side answer, right? He says like, oh, that decision is weak. It did, uh, 
you're disqualified and he shuts you out and then you murk the droids that come to kill you and he's like oh never mind and i was like so instead of instead of sticking with my guns and doing the light side answer i change and did like oh no i would you know sacrifice the millions of people just to win the war and it was like this is a terrible decision but hey it's what it wants me to do and then i was like wait i could have just done my the first thing all along that sucks because i got more dark side points from that yeah uh the, the, it, it does tend to throw some options at you because being a game it's not going to let you hard lock progression in in that kind of manner there's never a point where the main story will present something and if you give the wrong answer it just hard locks you out yeah so it will always well, throw so, droids so. at you or something but what's interesting i the reason i was scared was because i got killed on manan for making bad decisions in court so i was <laughs> like i want to do this yeah. right the first time so but that's actually the thing that revan would do because that's the thing revan did do with oh, the Mandalorian Wars. That's cool. I don't I don't know all that yet. He well, it, it, this is background. It's not really ever too this bad. Is stuff you I, get I, in the comics are from the Old Republic. Fine. You uh we still are going to play Old Republic at some point. We are. I I'm now kind of considering making you play uh the Sith Lords before. Uh just just because there are there are a lot of things in that game that end up getting referenced in the Old Republic as well. I think we're going to uh, totally random. I think we're going to do a Force Unleashed episode soon because I'm like hardcore into Starkiller right now. I'm I'm about to drop like 15 bucks on the audiobook for the Force Unleashed, like the novelization, mm. and go listen through that. I'm, the only reason I haven't started playing through it is because of KOTOR. Dude, I'll play through the game again. It's a fun game. I love Force I'm Unleashed. Not, I'm not really that big into like hack and slash genre, but they make it. But great. I don't know. The, the it is a fun game, and I do enjoy the story. At least I of would, the first one. I would kill for a remaster of that game. Me too. I did enjoy all the settings for the first game. I enjoyed the story. The second game, the story to me was a little. Convoluted. It was rough. It was rough. It's a little convoluted. Uh, the 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 mechanics of the second game, some of like the new abilities you get you can do, uh, were fun and interesting. And I did were, like that you got two lightsabers in the second game. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, two lightsabers is always more it's fun. always more fun. Uh, so bro, Star Killer with a double lightsaber though. Mm. Mm. Anyway, back to Kotor. Was it Calcastus? Could he dual wield? Uh, so he, Calcastus. There is one move. When like transitioning from double to single, where he 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 disconnects the lightsabers and like through it spins them around. Okay, but the, you I cannot wanna... toggle dual wield. I feel that's like unfortunate. I hope that's something they add in the second game. Me too, because I would one hundred percent like the moment I could dual wield in that game, I would. I hope you can also. I want a Star Wars game where you can customize like not only whether you're single or dual wielding, but also whether you're like a uh, reverse grip or regular grip. All of that, like, uh because yeah. like I, reverse grip is just the coolest way. Eh, being a fencer, I have my uh, my feelings on reverse grip. Yeah, yeah valid. But being a star killer stan, I have my feelings on reverse grip, and they. I mean, are, it it's certainly the best. looks cool. It certainly the, looks uh, cool. I'll pull up my Hero Forge mini I made earlier a while back, and actually, I think I changed it, but it used to have two 
reverse grip lightsabers. Anyway, back to KOTOR, Kashyyyk. The way I got back, just having a lot of that. <laughs> the way I got back to being light side, and I was so excited when I did. For the entire uh, Wookiee, like, tribe arc, Oh, yeah. I did everything light side. Right. I went everything by the book. I So you spared... Uh... I What's spared Zabar's dad, Chundar. Chun, Chundar, Chun, yeah, Chundar. Um, like I spared his dad. I, d- I went and got the blade, which is so funny because like, this fight is so hard. It's so difficult to beat this beast. And I went and murked it in like four hits. Oh, the because, Terrence attack? Because I'm so, like I'm such a hardcore melee build. I love that Terrence attacks are canon. Like right now, I have a plus uh, in my most efficient build. I have a plus 27 to hit on my first attack. Yeah. They're still hard. And there's a part of the game coming up where you're going to hate them. Oh, the Terran attack? Yeah. That one. Yeah, I got it. Anyway, I did go back to Dantooine and talk to that guy. You know, they are canon creatures. Because... Count Dooku mentions a Terran Tatek once in Clone Wars. Nice. And he, he pronounces it a Terran Tatek rather than a Terran Tatek, which was how I always ha- heard it pronounced yeah. growing up. Um. Okay, so my my build before I got the two new sets of armor was Kalo Nord's armor, which looks great. Oh, Kalo Nord, yeah. Um, I did get the... I went and got the Mandalorian armor oh, from killing all the Mandalorian. Oh, I murked him so bad on, on Manon. On Manon, okay. I beat him on Manon, and I, everything I've seen is like, oh, the, the Kalo Nords fight is so difficult. And I, like, again, had okay. no issue. But but he is a ranged, he's a ranged weapon f- guy. Have you fought Darth Bandon? Not yet. I just saw the cutscene where he sends Darth okay. Bandon after That's you. why you hear that it's hard is because... Depending on the order in which you do things, you can either get Darth Bandon first, or you can get Kalo Nord first. Um, if you get Darth Bandon for the first fights, generally much is much easier, and is usually after your second, first or second planet. Uh, the first fight the s- was on Manon. Okay, so then it's the first planet. The second fight is the other one, and it's much more difficult. I'm not worried about it. But you every have fight plus that has been to hit, every so. fight that has been supposed to be difficult. I have the only thing is that like I I fully upgraded force uh, wound choke kill, and mm. everyone mm-hmm. always saves because my charisma I think is plus two, <laughs> <laughs> so everyone is always saving. It's, I think I got it like once, and I just watched that health bar yeah, just force, trickle down. Force kill is fifty um, percent uh, of their full HP in damage. I think. On a failed save. Yes. Which, with a high enough charisma, they always fail. Yeah. But with me and my crappy charisma, they never say or they never fail. They always save. Well, but I also... Check. You like to brute force it. I have um, all of the abilities that are restricted by armor. I'm just giving to jolie and juhani and like stocking them on those so that i don't i can focus all of my force powers on the ones that aren't restricted by armor because i'm not taking the armor off because i only have a plus two to dex and had i known that lightsabers are a strength or dex weapon i would have 
built for full dex build because dex also plays into AC and strength only plays into melee. Right. What color are your sabers? So one build is purple and one build is blue. And we'll get to this in... Okay. So leaving Kashyyyk, I didn't remember seeing Yavin on the list of planets with a star map. So I was very confused to see it on my map. And I was like, hmm. Oh, did you go to Yavin? So I went straight to Yavin. Found the man that's like, hey, I sell weird things. And I the was like, Rodian? oh, <laughs> let's go. And I open it and I see he has, um, I was very angry because at first he had light exoskeleton. And it said, um, the big thing that drew me to it is that it had a plus to dex and a plus to strength. So I bought it, fully upgraded it, uh, went back to my ship, and that was a, because it has like blue accents on a black and brown suit. Right. So I did blue double lightsaber. I don't know why I went back, but I went onto my the Ebon Hawk, switched some things around, and then went straight back to him. I walk in, and there's Trandoshans that are like messing with him. Yeah, bounty hunters. Instead of marking them, as I normally do, I force persuaded them, because I have Dominate Mind now, mm. so don't have to worry about that anymore how does that work with your low charisma um really well actually i also have because persuade is a class skill i have some points in persuade oh right it and is. i also have the feat uh empathy i think i have a couple levels of empathy which is a plus to persuade so i um I, it's not my persuade specifically is not terrible but so I went back, I talked to him again to see, like, I don't know why I went back. Again, I don't know why I went back, but I went back to him, opened up the menu again, and saw that he had heavy exoskeleton this time. His his inventory had changed out. So I sold the light exoskeleton. Did it change, or did it get stuff added to it? Probably added to it. Okay. Um, I sold the light exoskeleton back to him, bought the heavy exoskeleton, because the heavy one is a plus to con and strength instead of dex and strength. So I fully upgraded the heavy exoskeleton, and that is my first build. That is the most efficient one. It is the that's the one that's like plus twenty seven, plus twenty five for my double blade, and then I have a twenty nine AC, I believe. That's that's a high AC. It is. It I, really is. I I usually so even if no matter what light side or dark side I choose, I kill the first dark Jedi trio. And immediately start wearing their robes. And then that's what I use for, like, the rest of the game. Really? Yeah. Are there, ro- are there, are there master robes? Eventually, yes. There are master robes. They're, but they're, they're, but you do a dex build, don't you? Generally, yeah. But I, I also... I tend to do very force-heavy builds. Yeah. I... I'm seeing now how that would be helpful. I generally start a... A, a fight with... Force stasis into force storms, and then I clean up with the lightsaber. Oh, I, I just bull rush in, baby. Yeah. Anyone other than like main, like commanders, captains, or main villains is one or two hits and they're down. Okay, so going back, you you had mentioned you have one companion left to get. Mm-hmm. Have you been to Tatooine? No, I have not. I don't know if I'm going to Tatooine or Corbin next. I want to get Tatooine out of the way because I'm not looking forward to it as much. And I I don't want to save it for last. Tatooine (laughs) is actually a pretty fun planet. Corbin's the one I'm looking forward to the most. And so I want to. Corbin is also a very fun planet. 
I want to save that one for last. Um, about my two builds. I left Yavin and went straight to Dantooine to try to figure out the whole stowaway thing. Mm-hmm. Then I remembered that I had said previously in one of these segments that at some point I would go back and buy the the something fet armor from the Rodian right outside the Enclave. And I bought it. And oh boy, it is beautiful. It is like a silver with purple accents. Oh yeah, okay, oh, I know this one. It is one. so pretty. So that is my second build, which is a it still has a plus 1 to strength where my I think Which I, one? Okay, which what's the armor called again? Like Cassius Fett, I Cassius think. Cassius Fett. Yeah. Cassius Fett. Um so the the heavy exoskeleton I think has a plus 3 to con and a plus 3 to strength. Um which brings my strength modifier up by 1 based on where I've got my attributes right now. Um, and that's why it's one stat better, because the Cassis Fett armor is plus one to strength, so it's it's one point less. My AC goes down by two, but I look ten times better wearing it, because mm-hmm. pair that with a purple lightsaber, and oh my goodness, it looks so good. So that's kind of yep. my, that's I'm flip-flopping between those right now. I am currently on the Ebon Hawk, about to, oh no. Who do I talk to about the stowaway? Oh, that's right. Um, have you is already she, found? Is she a kid that belongs to one of the two feuding families? No. Okay. Did you do the feuding families? I I think I might do it before I leave because okay. especially now that I'm back with like with dominate mind and I don't have to worry about like persuading anyone to do anything. I also it's never a... cleaned out the Mandalorian Raiders on Dantooine, so I'll probably go through and do that. Oh, uh, that is how you get. Uh... Another lightsaber. Oh, I've got so many lightsabers. Right oh, by now. now, yes. But when you're on Dantooine the first time, when you go through and clean out the Mandos, the uh, you have to clean them all out to lure out their leader, and he has a he might have two lightsabers, but essentially he is quote unquote collecting them, like Grievous. Mm. Well, I'll kill him too. Yes, you I'm will. literally. I have no. <laughs> I'm not worried about any combat oh, no. whatsoever as in this game right As far as I understand it, uh, enemies in this game don't scale with your level. No. <laughs> so, yeah. You're, you're going to walk all over this guy. He's going no. to talk a big game, and then you're going to show him a big game. <laughs> oh, man. That'll be fun. Um, yeah, I think... That covers most of it. I think I'm going to go to Tatooine next. I'd recommend it that way because the, the last companion's on Tatooine. So if you go there first, you can finish all your companions. Before I move on, who do I talk to on Tatooine? Oh, that's right. He, it's a Twi'lek in the landing pad area. I thought I talked to both of them. I literally walked past. I talked to the Tantar Tatar Tech Tech. The the Terran Tartek. Terran Tartek. I talked to him. Tartek. I walked right by the other guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Dad it. It's the one that would be quote unquote standing next to your ship. Yep. Yeah, I walked and right by him. I know. I I I literally saw him. Now, did you talk him. to him beforehand? I think so. Because I think that's how it triggers the stowaway. You talk to him, and then I know I talked to him before. You'll start to get the prompts. If you don't, if you never talk to him, that you'll never have a stowaway in your ship. I I've think. gotten. I've gotten. I've talked to her. I've I've lured the story out, uh, 
talked to, like, com- learned her language, okay. had a conversation with her, and got to the point that, um, like, all it says is maybe someone I did to me can help because I've I've gone through every like dialogue option with her. I've gone through the entire party and asked, "Hey, can you help with my stowaway problem?" So I've gotten, I've done basically everything you can. Yeah, go talk to that guy. Because you figured out her name, right? I believe so, yeah. Sasha? I think so, yeah. He he tells you that his, his the family he works for, their daughter Sasha... Is missing? Is missing. Probably kidnapped by Mandos. And then you find out she's speaking some weird hodgepodge of Mando and other gibberish. Hmm. Well, I'll get that out of the way pretty quick. Is there any reward for that quest, or is it just kind of a thing that you do? Light side uh, points. That's a big reward for me. I'm trying to do a light side run so hard. <laughs> the thing is, it's just so easy to go down one too many dialogue options and be like, I'm going to kill you. There's a... <laughs> yeah. There is in the Sith Lords, in the starting area, once you finish the tutorial area, there is a side quest that... You can get locked, not locked, but you can instigate an infinite loop within the dialogue for infinite dark side points. Which is a cheese because these games, when you hit max light side or max dark side, you get bonuses. And I think. Wait, what? Yeah, you get bonuses. Oh. So. What are these bonuses? I don't remember off the top of my head, but I know in like Sith Lords for Dark Side, it's something on like you you get like an extra one hundred force points to the pool, that kind of a thing. Light Side is health regen or something like that. I I don't quite remember, but they're pretty nice rewards, and they they tend to benefit a playstyle that would be considered you know thematic. For that, I might need to do a dark side run then. Because one, it feels easier to maintain dark side. It is. Because every single conversation you have, you can just say, ah, I think I'm going to kill you. And then kill them. Yeah. You can also uh, counter, you can save the people on the aliens on terrace that are being bullied or shaken down. You can save them so that you can shake them down instead. Yeah. And I know when they refuse you. I normally them. end up just giving them the 50 or 100 credits or however much it is. And I, I always is like, you're right. I did save you. That'll be 100 credits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I was a born scam artist. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what my think, parents tell me. I think that's most of what I've got for this week in KOTOR. Um, yeah. We talked about how I hard locked... The bounty hunter side quest storyline. Yeah, those are fun. But yeah. they're exclusively dark side. So that's what I thought. Yeah, because the, the big thing I was reading is that like you're locking yourself out of a lot of dark side points. And I was like, that's fine with me. Yeah, they are they are assassination quests. Yeah. Which my so. character would be very good at. Um <laughs> in Sith Lords, are you playing as Revan? No, you're playing as the canonical character is Mitra Surik. Who is known as the Exile? She was a Jedi Knight. She was one of the first Jedi Knight to follow Revan into the Mandalorian Wars. Is it a prequel? It's a sequel. 
Uh-huh. And it takes place ten years later. Oh. Uh, and then, are any of the characters still alive in in the game? Don't say any specifics. Just say yes or no. Uh, okay, so the games are... Okay, hold on. So, because I was just looking at the timeline. You have Tales of the Jedi, the comics. Uh, you have Tales of the Jedi, followed by Dark Lords of the Sith and the Sith War. Tales of the Jedi is 4000 ABY. Then it's like 3998 BBY. And then it's like... Let me rephrase my question. Then it's Are like, there any characters from KOTOR 1 in KOTOR 2? No. Cool. That was all I needed to know. I thought you were asking about the nope, Old Republic. absolutely not. I'm so sorry to cut you off, but I don't care. <laughs> so, that's, then, so, that's too much for me, buddy. Because then you have... <laughs> Knights of the Old Republic is 40 years after the comics. Which blew my mind, because there are a lot of reference in Knights of the Old Republic to the comics... Like you is can, Revan in the comics? Not in the. He didn't exist until the game. Ma. So, but the the main Wait, character. Really? Yeah. That feels. The main character of the comics is Ulic Keldroma, and you can find his corpse, in the Sith Lords. In one of the two games, you can find his corpse, and you can also find his robes. Oh. Um. Do you get robes from? Darth, whatever his Malak apprentice is, Bandon. Mm-hmm. They're uh, if you do, they're the same as the Jedi robes. Oh. They're just black color. That can't Sith be right because Kylo Nord gives you like sick armor. Sith Lords does. This is actually one of the gripes people have with Knights of the Republic One, is the Jedi robes are very blah. They're plain and they suck. They're not robes mechanically. They're not robes. And they also suck mechanically. They're just tunics and pants. I will say, Jolie looks really good in brown robes with a purple lightsaber. He, Yeah, I give him a purple lightsaber. But that's because that just turns him into Mace Windu. Yeah. (laughs) I won't lie. Mace Windu is pretty sick looking. Um, Uh, Juhani, I've got running blue robes with a blue lightsaber. mm. Uh. But then I think Bastille isn't clothing. <laughs> she's the only one with unique clothing, I think. Who? Bastilla. I mean, all of your characters have unique clothing. All the party. Do they? I believe so. Because if you take the robes off because uh Jolie has robes on when you when you get them. Yes. But if you if you take the robes off, because all of them display their clothing in the party selection uh screen. Cause like uh, Jolie is in like a really weird looking tunic that is definitely not something that yeah. any of the other characters is wearing. Anyway. So, the, but the Sith Lords robes are actual robes. That's nice. Like and they you also have... said there's a lot more options with the armor. Yes. So Sith Lord and the robes in are actually mechanically different from one another. Oh. And you have different types of robes. Are there wizard robes? They all look like wizard robes. But I mean like like blue with stars on them. No. Oh. No. No, like Merlin robes. No, there's <laughs> there's no Merlin robes. Thank God. No, but hey, uh, watch it, Sith. I really like the whole Arthurian legend direction that Star Wars is going. <laughs> All right, we're done. Bye. I'm kidding. Okay. Uh, off air. Do we want an outro from here?
Yes. No, I don't think so because I we're gonna wanna we're gonna wanna outro we're gonna wanna outro organically. That's true. We we're gonna want to well. This this would be where we outroed. I guess we go ahead and outro then. I don't see why not. Um. So generally, you you say. All right. I think that's all. Yeah, that's we have for this week. Um, for our split outros, I want to start making it clear that we are cutting the conversation short and picking it up next week. Sure. Because it hasn't been clear so far. Okay. And because because what it's sounding like is the conversation is taking a is a is taking a natural stopping point. Are we doing that today? Possibly. Um, it depends on timing. I I don't think so, honestly. Okay. I think this will be the one that I'll be fine going over an hour with. Okay. Um. So yeah, let's just go ahead yeah, and outro. This is already thirty-four minutes. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Let's just go ahead and outro. Uh. Take it away. We were just talking about Sith lords and armor and stuff. Okay. So. Yeah. So the, all the the armor in the in Sith lords yeah. is pretty unique. That's good. I'm looking forward to it. I, yeah, I, I, can't I feel like KOTOR is a much shorter game than I anticipated. It is. Sith Lords is a little bit longer. Uh, Sith Lords also will have a lot more direct references to the comics. So I really want you to read them. Before or we, YouTube them. Or YouTube them. They, there are uh, graphic novel animations of them to the, I think, the audiobook uh, versions of the comics. But I, I think that's... Is that all we have this week? I think so. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. Yeah, so. Looking forward to Obi-Wan releasing. And oh, I know. It's going to be so much fun. <sighs> Man. I'm excited. I am very excited. I have, I have been waiting a long time for it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Anyway. All right, we'll guys. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Adios.